Welcome back, everyone, to Raise the Apple. It has been a minute since our last episode. A lot has happened around Major League Baseball. It is postseason time. It is late in the postseason time. Uh, sometimes, you know, life takes over and some things have to sacrifice. But we're back. The Mets. The Mets, the Mets, the Mets. 77-85. I was way off on my prediction as a 90-win team. Obviously did not make the playoffs, finished third in the NL East, and we'll have a new manager next year. Luis Rojas has been dismissed. They will not pick up his option for the 2022 season. So what does that mean? That means the Mets will have a new manager. They will hopefully have a new general manager. As well, they've been talks with getting permission to interview David Stearns from Milwaukee, who the Mets were denied uh, permission to interview him. There was also talks about Billy Bean and Bob Melvin from the A's coming in a package deal to the Mets. Uh, that's not looking very good. So hopefully there'll be it. We'll do uh, once the World Series ends. We'll do like a more in-depth recap of the Mets season, what to expect for 2022, and things like that. Same thing with the rest of Major League Baseball. But today we're getting back on track. The playoffs are here. It has been exciting to say the least we had wild card weekend kicking it off a little bit ago we had the Dodgers and Chris Taylor walking off against the Cardinals and then you had uh, the Red Sox taking care of the Yankees in the wild card game then in the divisional round you had uh, Boston take care of Tampa Bay with a, the defending American League champs with a walk-off sack fly by Kike Hernandez who has an NL counterpart that just is on a different level in the postseason, and we'll talk about who his counterpart is in a little bit. But Kike Hernandez has had an amazing postseason. As of right now, he's got to be one of the front runners for postseason MVP should the Red Sox continue to win. Game three against the Astros is tonight. That series is at a game apiece in the ALCS. The Astros took care of the White Sox in four games. It seemed pretty handily it seemed that the White Sox were kind of overpowered overmatched a little bit which was kind of disappointing for me because I had the White Sox obviously in the World Series but it just it seemed like they were a bit overwhelmed by the Astros I think we're ignoring how good the Astros really are solely for the fact that everyone is still ticked off at them for the whole cheating scandal so we're just completely ignoring and not counting them at all but Houston and Boston duking it out to go to the World Series. Game three tonight. That should be a lot of fun to watch. Um, I want to make sure I get this right. Eduardo Rodriguez gets the ball tonight against, I believe it's um, Urquidy. Yes, Jose Urquidy of the Astros. That'll be a fun one to watch. And then in the National League, like we said before, Chris Taylor walking off the Dodgers. Or excuse me, giving the Dodgers the walk-off win against the Cardinals. Then you had the divisional rounds where the Braves took care of Milwaukee, which was a big shock to me. And then you also had the Dodgers and Giants, the two best teams on paper and record-wise in baseball, playing in the first round. The Dodgers get the last laugh as they go on to win that series. And now the NLCS is a rematch of last year's NLCS with the Braves and the Dodgers duking it out. That series is the Braves are up two games to none. It's a travel day today, so they're off. Uh, Braves are up off of two walk-offs. Game one, Austin Riley with the walk-off hit. Last night, Eddie Rosario with the walk-off hit. 
that's got to be tough if you're a Dodgers fan. Uh, but it, on the on the plus side, if you're a Dodgers fan, the Braves were up three games to one, I believe it was, or three games to nothing or something like that last year. And the Dodgers came back and won that series. So it's by no means over yet, but we're down to the final four with the Red Sox, Astros, Dodgers, Braves. Personally, I would like to see a Dodgers-Astros rematch just so the Dodgers... In theory, the Dodgers would win that World Series and the Dodgers would uh, get, I guess, revenge, if you, want, if you want to put it that way. Revenge against the Astros in the World Series. And then, but if Boston... Uh, goes all the way. I wouldn't be opposed to that as a Mets fan, considering the Mets were ahead of the Braves for over 100 days in the standings. Watching the Braves win the World Series would be a very, very tough thing to watch. So I hope it does not come to that point. But it's October baseball. It's exciting all the way around. And it is going to be fun down the stretch. It's been very, <clears throat> excuse me, very hard trying to keep up with postseason baseball also considering football season's underway you got the NHL season that's on just getting underway this week you have the NBA that's getting started very shortly sports are back fans are back it's playoff time for baseball there's so much to be excited for now with the Mets we'll talk about them for just a little bit it's going to be relatively short quick easy episode today Luis, they finished the year rather disappointing. Luis Rojas is relieved of duties. However, the Mets are willing to keep Luis Rojas in a different capacity and keep him with the organization, which I'm personally a fan of. I think that's great for them to do. Will whatever... They basically got rid of the entire coaching staff. The only coaching coach that will be back in 2022 is Jeremy Hefner, the pitching coach. Hitting coach is gone. Uh, bench coach is gone. Quality control coach is gone. Any other base coach is gone. Everyone's gone. It's going to be a whole new coaching staff in 2022 with Jeremy Hefner being the only one that's staying put. Steve Cohen is looking for a true head of baseball operations. They had the snap, the problems with Jared Porter at the beginning of the year. Then Zach Scott gets in trouble for drinking and driving. So now hopefully this year they can get someone on the field manager and up in the front office to take care of things. What they need to do... They have some big decisions to make. What are they going to do with Syndergaard? What are they going to do with Stroman, Taiwan Walker, VR, Conforto? The biggest to me is uh, Stroman and Conforto are going to be the big two. You got Syndergaard who's expected to accept the qualifying offer, and in my opinion, it's dumb if he doesn't. VR, the Mets have been in talks with in terms of an extension, extending him for another year or two, which I think would be fantastic to have happen. And then you got Conforto and Stroman. Stroman is open. He said he was open to coming back to the Mets, but he wants to be somewhere long-term. Like, he doesn't want a one-year deal. He probably is looking for a four- or five-year deal. Would the Mets? Should the Mets give that to Stroman? Absolutely. Will they? I don't know. There's going to be a lot of teams that are going to be interested in Marcus Stroman, <clears throat> and rightfully so. He was the best pitcher on the Mets this year, with the exception of Jacob deGrom. But Jacob deGrom was also out half the year because he was hurt. Conforto is the big question mark. I do not want Michael Conforto in any other uniform but a New York Mets uniform for his entire career. I think he is that type of talent and that type of personality that he should be a Met for life. Will that happen? <clears throat> it's not. It doesn't look great, unfortunately. 
The Mets are expe expected to give him the qualifying offer. He's expected to reject it. His agent is also Scott Boris. For those of you who aren't very familiar with the agent world, Scott Boris is one of the top agents in sports for a reason. He's got you know the Manny Machados and Bryce Harpers of the world. He's going to somehow, some way, get Michael Conforto a lot more money than teams are probably going to want to give him. That's just that's just the way Scott Boris is, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. That's his job to get his his client the most money as possible. But that will make the Mets keeping Conforto very challenging. Although Steve Cohen did say he was willing to over to go over the luxury tax threshold if it meant keeping guys or signing big-name guys. One big-name guy that has been rumored to be a possibility for the Mets is Carlos Correa. I absolutely want no part of that. Personally speaking, I do not like Carlos Correa at all, but that's a story for another day. With Javi Baez, with the only reason I see that if the Mets keep Javi Baez... You can almost kiss Conforto goodbye. Like, there's no way the Mets can keep Conforto, Baez, and Stroman. If they can, I will be utterly amazed. But I don't think there's a way they could keep all three. I think they keep two of the three. One of them goes. But um, Syndergaard, I'm not worried about. I have full confidence. He says he wants to stay in New York. It's almost expected he will take the qualifying offer, and then next offseason we'll worry about if he's going to stay with the Mets or not. But... Of the three between Stroman, Baez, and Conforto, I think only two of them will stay. One of them will go. Who goes? I think it's between Baez and Conforto. I think the Mets fight very hard to keep Stroman. And I think between Baez and Conforto, I think the bigger need is Conforto. Having an outfield bat in the lineup, I think the infield is pretty well-rounded, especially if they keep VR on a relatively cheap short-term deal. But it's a game, it's a, the business part of baseball is going to come in this offseason. The Mets and Steve Cohen are going to have some very tough decisions to make, unfortunately. I'm glad I'm not making those decisions because I would not make anyone happy, probably, with the choices that I would make. But it's, you know, that it, it's that's just the way baseball works. Sometimes you have, you have to make tough decisions, and the Mets will certainly have that this offseason. But Luis Rojas is not the only manager to be relieved of duties. The Cardinals, and kind of a shocker, uh, fired Mike Schilt over philosophical differences, I believe it was, is how the front office of the Cardinals described it. And then Jace Tingler of the Padres, he was also relieved of duties. The Padres absolutely collapsed. Everyone had them in the World Series, or at least in the NLCS, battling it out with the Dodgers all year. And they were on pace for that the first half of the year, then the second half came, and they just they just flat-out collapsed. Not as bad as you could make an argument. It'd be an interesting argument who collapsed worse between the Mets and the Padres in terms of who collapsed at the worst possible time. But there is a lot to go to go into in the offseason about what teams are going to do. We'll have a one uh, episode on that, analyzing each team's season, where they're heading, and things of that nature. Same thing with the Mets. But right now, our focus is postseason baseball. I'm going to try and have as much up as possible, much po episodes up as possible, uh, a lot of stuff going on on Twitter, possibly TikTok. That's still up in the air right now. 
But we got a lot of good content coming everyone's way with postseason baseball and the World Series coming up. Hopefully that the Dodgers and Astros get a rematch because I think that's what a lot of baseball fans want is a rematch of the Dodgers and Astros. So hopefully we'll get to see that. Game three tonight of the Red Sox and Astros. Hopefully we get another good one tonight. And then both will be, I believe both teams will be playing tomorrow because, like I said before, Dodgers and Braves in a travel day as they head back to L.A. Should be a lot to be excited about, not only as Mets fans, but going into next year with what this team can do, but also as baseball fans with the playoffs right now. And we're getting down to finding out bounce back year after a crazy year last year with all the COVID stuff. Now we have a full 162, and we're almost at the finish line, so it's certainly going to be a lot of fun to watch. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe down below on Apple Podcasts and YouTube. Follow on Twitter at RT underscore pod, and we'll see you guys next time. Let's go Mets.